Welcome back to the Rise Up Club if you have been here before and welcome to those of you who are new. So today I want to talk a little bit about like making peace with being disliked or making peace with being not like everybody else. And I say that because I think I think that the more you try to fit in and yes I guess we could use the word fitting in, but the more you try to be like everyone else, being, uh, you know, conforming to what everyone else is doing or what everyone else expects of you or the people that you are surrounded by, the thing is that if these people don't have the life that you want or if these are not the people that you enjoy and you love their company and you love their energy, then why are we trying to be like them? Like originality is so extremely important and i'm making this episode because i think it's something to kind of help set you up for the year that's kind of what this whole first season of of this year is about the first four episodes the goal is to really set you up for whatever new chapter of your life you're going into and i think this one's really important um and it might be it might be a very uh selective group of people who need to hear this but i was certainly one who needed to hear it years ago and it took me a long time to realize and accept and start to see uh, progress in. But originality is so unbelievably important because there's so many areas of our lives that we don't realize that it affects. Like when you stop being organic and you stop being yourself and somewhere along the way, someone told you that who you were was too much or too little or not enough like them that we felt like we had to shift our being to fit in or to be comfortable or to keep peace or to make things easier or whatever whatever the leading cause was doesn't matter but i want you to understand that like ralph waldo emerson says to be great is to be misunderstood and the thing is there's there's a majority right there's a 95 percent of humanity that do everything just like each other. They wake up every day and and they do the same. It's like Groundhog Day and they do the same mundanities and they expect you to do the same because it's what's comfortable and it's what's safe. So there's that element of it. And then they also expect you to be a complainer or they expect you to have a certain mindset or to kind of suppress the things that you like to do or suppress the way that you like to dress and express yourself because it's not like what they do and it's different so they don't like it and these people can be coming from any area it could be coworkers, it could be classmates it could be moms in your single like or in your stay-at-home mom facebook group it doesn't matter who it is there there are always going to be these people the thing is that being that those people are always going to be there being yourself is going to put you into rooms with people who are not like that. If you're someone who's artistic, if you're someone who, um, who's into business or who's an entrepreneur, if you're someone who is super inspired by your spirituality and you're, you're going to meditation retreats and things like that, you're not going to encounter these types of people who are trying to change you if you put yourself into rooms with people who are like you. So it's not about trying to adapt to the room that you're in. It's about changing the room that you're in based off of who you actually are. 
and originality is the key to all of your opportunities. Like nobody wants, whether that's uh, career-wise or in in finding a tribe of friends or or finding uh, you know business partners, nobody wants someone who is just like everybody else. There needs to be something that sets you apart. And I'm not saying to go out and seek something that is not who you are, but people crave and then try to implement it into who you are. What I'm saying is capitalize on the things that make you original. And I'm going to say something about my best friend. My best friend, her name is Molly, and she is, (laughs) she's a freaking, she's hilarious, but she is so unapologetically herself. And I say that not in the way that you probably see on social media when people are like, oh, I'm just like, I'm so unapologetic about who I am. And they're like, being assholes that's not saying oh here's permission to treat people like crap and not be sorry about it to be unapologetically who you are should only be so if you are a positive influence in the world and my best friend the first few times we hung out outside of work and we were in a setting to maybe dance like the way that everyone else dances it's not the way that she dances Think about kids at a wedding when they like, there's actually a video on my TikTok from like last year of her and I at um, like a little dance party thing. And (laughs) we were dancing like little kids at a wedding, you know, and they're like, oh, look at this. And they do some like crazy, like pretend break dance stuff. And you don't actually know what's going on. Like you're doubting if this is actually dancing like that and you're like oh wow very nice but (laughs) they didn't even really do anything it's kind of like that and I was always so afraid to be expressive like that until I met her and we started going out together and hanging out together and she has had such a positive influence on my ability to not care about what people think when I'm in public or when I'm trying to have fun right so that's an element that she has really positively influenced me in and I think when you are able to find people like that and bring them in and to be a part of your tribe, right? Like nothing about me changed, right? That's who I am. I don't know how to dance and I'm okay with that, but nothing about me changed. The only thing about me that changed was that someone gave me permission to do that and created a safe space and an environment for me to feel like I could do that. So kind of take a moment and assess the people that are in your life figure out if they are helping you lean into who you are and that doesn't mean you two have to be the same but are they giving you permission to do that to be who you are or are they embarrassed or are they telling you oh maybe you shouldn't do that here or why are you doing that oh my god cut it out things like that right because those are the things that completely eliminate our confidence and that's another thing about being unapologetically who you are because your confidence has everything to do with your ability to go out and and tell somebody wow you look really nice today and make someone else's day the opportunities that come with confidence are insurmountable there's so many areas to it whether it's in a professional way or personally or having to do simply with your impacts and your ability to be a positive influence on the world. The only way you can be a positive influence on the world and on others, I'm not saying just being an influencer, I'm saying to be able to do something like that and go up to a stranger and say, 
oh my god you look so beautiful today i just wanted to tell you that i hope you have a blessed day to be able to do that if you are sitting here questioning everything about yourself you are so caught up in worrying about what you're not that you can't even open your eyes for a moment to look around and see what other positive stuff is going on around you or what positive in influence you can make in someone else's life these are i mean it's an endless conversation that we can talk about why it's so important to be yourself but when you stop trying to impress everyone else when you stop trying to be convenient for other people you're going to see how many doors actually open for you and like it almost makes it worse to pretend that you're someone that you're not it it gives you this insane identity crisis like if you're basing who you are on who you're around how do you actually know who you are it took me so many years to find out who i am and what i like and what i enjoy and i'm finally starting to revert back to the things that made me unique as a child or even you know through my high school years like i loved to paint like recently i my birthday was a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago and i wanted to take a pottery class because i loved art class it was my favorite thing ever i used to paint i was like yeah i'm gonna go to school for that and somewhere along the way someone told me that that was not okay or that i wasn't good enough for it or that i needed to do something more like what they were doing and I believed them and so I fell off the wagon of being expressive and recently for my birthday I was like I want to take a pottery class and I did and I fell so in love with it that I came home and I started looking up pottery wheels on Facebook marketplace to buy god knows where I'm gonna put it I got no space for that but the point is I am starting to lean back into the things and revert back to the things that made me who I was that made me happy and that made me confident, right? Because I left that pottery class feeling like a million bucks. I was covered in clay. We were all disgusting and powdery. Because, you know, like clay, when it dries, it leaves like that chalky texture. And then we went out for dinner. And I I felt so good about myself. Because I did something that is in alignment with who I am. With what I love to do. That I've always loved to do. But somewhere along the way, I suppressed it. Because someone stopped giving me permission or took that permission away from me. And nobody has the right to do that. It is it is not your responsibility to take on, uh, what's the word? The invalidation that someone else gives you because of their lack of validation. It's their responsibility to be a positive influence on the world. And if they are not, it is not your responsibility to take on the negative repercussions of their words. So, with that being said, like I want you to to kind of just start thinking about yourself like art. And I I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true because, you know, you could be in a museum and you could be looking at this piece of art and you might be saying, what the F is that? I don't understand this at all. And someone else might say, wow, this is so beautiful. Do you see that? Do you see what I see in this? And you're going to say, uh, no, I don't. Art is very subjective it's not objective and the same is true of us i want you to really start thinking of yourself as a piece of art every unique line or silhouette in a painting think of those as the unique experiences and emotions and happenings in our lives and those are what create our all-encompassing picture of who we are and people 
you're not going to be liked by everyone. You're not going to be understood by everyone. You're not going to be even valued by everyone. And that's okay. Because something that, you know, we may look at a painting and and say, this thing has no meaning. Someone might look at it and say, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed by emotion because of the amount of significance that this photo brings out. And the same is true of us. It doesn't matter who says what. Because at the end of the day, the meaning of life is simply to be alive. That's something Alan Watts says that I have plastered up on my wall. And I love it because if you are living your life the way that you want to, the way that makes you feel happy and fulfilled, and you're not doing anything destructive, then there's no reason to feel like you have to change that for anyone around you. And that's especially true of designing a life that is outside of the traditional world. If you are trying to, you know, create some sort of empire, start a business, or do anything that's, I guess, I suppose, worth noticing, understand that something being worth noticing doesn't mean that it has to be approved of and validated by everyone else. It just means that it is eye-catching. It's something different than what everyone else is doing. And we all have the ability to do that and create something like that in the world. It's a matter of leaning into who we are so much that we have the confidence to do it with no limitations. And regardless of opinions or those moments of invalidation that inevitably people are going to give you, realize that the more time you spend in rooms with people who who have done something outside of the traditional world and have done something that is in complete alignment with who they are at their core, the less likely you are to get negative opinions. You might get constructive criticism, but the more time you spend with those people, the more you're going to learn, the more validated you're going to feel, and the more likely you are to be in a positive environment to help you create the things that are eye-catching in this world. And the same is true of the opposite. The more time you spend with people who are miserable, who are uncomfortable in who they are, who have these crazy mood swings and like identity crisis every week and can't seem to put a finger on what's wrong with them, it's likely because they have spent so much time worrying about what other people think about them that they haven't had a moment to catch their breath and say, Phew, who the hell am I? So just understand that and, and take the opinions of others uh, with a grain of salt and think about who it's actually coming from. And if it's not somebody that you feel inspired by or positively uplifted by, then it's likely that you should not be taking their advice. And so with that being said, uh, I hope this gives you some permission and some validation to lean into who you are a little bit more and carry that with you in whatever ambitions and huge goals that you're going to accomplish in this new chapter of your life. And don't forget to keep climbing.